We're Dr. Darian Barb-Rosberg, America's Family Coaches, and we're here to coach you up and encourage you today. And Barb, we're going to be unpacking uh, the family structure of America. And you know what? We just returned from Asia. We're seeing it worldwide, and it is step families. And we want to coach and love on and give some encouragement uh, to folks that are walking through Uh, this situation because you know what many of us many of us are in fact the research estimates that one in three children will live in a step-parent home sometime before the age of 18. Gary when you talked about us being in Malaysia and I was thinking Singapore because that's where we were we were sitting in the American Club having dinner with a couple from Singapore and even though their divorce rate is lower than the U.S., I believe, is it 12%? Yeah, it was 12% in Singapore and uh, just breaking, I think, double digits in Malaysia. For the very first time. Yeah, and they were, I mean, it was remarkable how um, concerned and disconcerted uh, both representatives of those two countries were. And, uh, and we were speaking into their heart and we were saying, you know what, let us coach you and encourage you not only how to affirm uh, the nuclear family, but also how to speak blessing into you as you're dealing with this issue of the change of family structure. And as we were having dinner with this couple, they shared their hearts. They were a blended family, and they felt more broken than blended. And the story that they told at our dinner that evening as we ate Peking duck, which was brand new for us, we realized that it's the same story it's the same story worldwide, what we hear in, in the heartache of over 50% uh, in America. And uh, folks, what we're doing is just coming to the table and saying it is hard to blend. It is hard being a step family. And yet we want to encourage you. And, and if we in the USA could get our divorce statistics down to that of even 12%, we'd feel like we were on this highway to hope. But I want to read to you an email that we are reading uh, from a smart stepmom. Her name is Laura Petheridge. And she wrote this. And it comes from an article that we picked up. And she writes this, as a stepmom for more than 24 years, I understand some of the complexities. A few months into my second marriage, I was discouraged by the complexities associated with being a stepmother of two boys, 11 and 13. One thing I learned is that a smart stepparent encourages her spouse to spend time alone with his or her kids. One of the biggest mistakes I made as a stepmom was to underestimate the need my stepsons had for time alone with their dad. A child often views a stepparent as a threat. Say that again. And a stepparent often views their stepchildren as a threat. Boy, is that true. It's embarrassing to admit, but sometimes I didn't like my stepkids, much less love them. I realized that my own strength couldn't do it. So I asked God to help me see them through his eyes. He answered my prayer. Listen to this. Stepkids can be difficult and unloving, but it's important to remember that hurting people hurt people. The goal is to learn to care even if they never love you in return. Step families are complicated, which is why you often need to practice sacrificial love in order to survive. And we want to stand all the way back and say this, and I'm quoting her. A successful step family is born out of loss, but can be nurtured into success by love. Gary, as we read this... um, 
we all need love, mm-hmm. adults yeah. and families alike. I mean, whether it's been through di- di- divorce or whether it's been through death or maybe it's been through abandonment, adultery, all the horrors of what life can really unfold. And it's very real. It can happen to anybody. So what we need is to give love, to give love that are experiencing the blending or the breaking, or give love to those that are trying to make families out of two different families, but they're trying to blend, Uh, prop them up. Gary, is it eight years that our friend... um, Yeah, Ron Deal. Yeah, seven to eight years that um, it will typically take for a family uh, where a man and or a woman are in subsequent marriages and they step into... Uh, this great adult relationship. And Barb, that's the reality is that you have a man, a woman, uh, they've been through uh, separation, death, abandonment, loss, whatever in their former relationships. They meet each other. They develop, you know, a relationship and it may be a great relationship. They fall in love and that's wonderful. And they have concluded that there's not potential for reconciliation of their marriages for whatever reason. And every family has got to sort through those issues and they step into marriage uh, and then the uh, all of the tsunami of implication begins to occur mm-hmm. because Children. every child, every grandchild, every parent, every friend, every uh, every nuance seems to be implicated and mm-hmm. impacted when you step into a step parenting role and, and a step family. Can it be done? Absolutely. Do we know tremendous families that have navigated it? Absolutely. Um, does God give us second chances? Absolutely. So it's it's this isn't a an assessment of whether to do it or not to do it. It's what do you do with the reality when it occurs? Sure. And three words come to my mind. Uh, the first one is timing. And what Ron Deal says is it takes seven to eight years to really blend a family. It takes time. And so when this man and woman step into the subsequent relationship, um, they they need to recognize, and Laura is spot on. We know Laura. Uh, she is spot on with this deal when she says, you know what, you need to encourage your spouse to spend time with the children that they brought into that relationship. And often there's a threat there um, because it's, it's sensed as undermining or discouraging or threatening the adult relationship. Well, being adult means that you give a tremendous amount of freedom to your spouse to spend time and love their own children, if you will. And uh, it, it's not it's not uh, a negative thing at all. It's a great thing to do. And Laura is giving some honest coaching after 24 years of marriage. So take time, spend time, expect time in order to impact the relationship. Here's the second word that comes into my mind is love. And it's unconditional love, Barb. It, it is, and, and Laura's doing a great job saying that, that the love that God gives us um, is the same love that we need to give each other. And when you love each other, and, and the Bible says, you know, love covers a multitude of sins. I mean, it, we, we are encouraged by Paul, you know, to love one another just as in fact you are doing. I mean, we need to love each other. We need to love each other. And when we're loving each other and we're encouraging each other and we're blessing each other and we're giving each other some room with some unconditional love and acceptance, relationships will grow in security. But the third term that comes to me is the word grace. And the grace allows people in relationship, whether it's a nuclear family or a step family, to come up short and not have to perform in order to be accepted. Uh, Our friend Tim Kimmel says, our family doesn't need our perfectionism. Our family needs our loving perseverance. We need to love. We need to show grace. We need to give each other plenty of room. And you know what? All we need to do is to sit back 
and do a heart check and a spiritual check and a gut check and love each other the way God loves us. Because God doesn't put those kinds of expectations over us that if we don't measure up, we aren't received. And in a step family, that area of will you receive me? Will you love me unconditionally? Will you give me grace? And will you take the time? I think that's a combination of what makes it work. And as you talk about all three of these, Gary, I think the greatest of these is love. Absolutely the greatest is love. My grandmother lost her husband when I was just four years old, and she remarried a number of years later. She married a man that she loved. Now, I remember as a kid feeling like he did not exactly love her grandkids, meaning me. And yet I saw how much my grandmother loved yeah, that's her, a great example. her second husband. And because she loved us and we loved her, we slowly rebuild a trust with this man that she married. And it took probably, I look back, probably took seven or eight years But he loved us. He demonstrated and expressed love in a different way. It might have been by letting us come stay overnight or allowing us to eat these wonderful meals. He was different than my grandfather, but we had to accept him as much as he had to open up and accept us. Love wins every time. We were loved. It was expressed. And I can say we really had a great time being memory, making memories, being a family. And that's what you want as well. So let's build healthy step families together. We're Dr. Gary and Barb Rosberg, America's Family Coaches. And join us at americasfamilycoaches.com to continue this conversation. Mm-hmm.